0: blog talk radio
1: PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy Three Letter Vibes already, man. I got a special guest on the show, man. I'm very hyped talking to this individual because I'm a faithful listener to what these brothers do uh, two, three times out the week. Audio, going straight to watch after that, man.
2: Mo, what's good, man? Dre, what's poppin', kid? How you doing, family? I'm good, man. I'm good. Maintaining, same old shit, man. How you?
1: I'm Ma. I gotta say, I appreciate you coming on, brother, because I know you could be doing some other, something else on a Memorial Day weekend. Instead of coming on, on my show, let's be. I'm telling that though. So I appreciate you first of all doing that. You feel me?
2: Oh no, nah, I just you know I, I told you man, I fuck with your platform. I like what you're doing. I like you know I like kicking it with like-minded individuals whenever I get a chance to. So
0: there's
2: nothing. It's all good.
1: That's love, man. And you know what's funny, Ma? Do you before I go into this? Do you feel that? Cause you give me this vibe, like. All this stuff that's going on with you, popularity, everybody rocks with the show, rocks with you heavy, none of that gets you gassed up. I, I get that feeling from watching you for the last couple of years. Am I right on that assumption?
2: Oh, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I, this shit is because I know it's all, you know, it's not really Again, This is something that is is me. It's me being myself on the right. platform. It's not like I'm playing a role. You know what I mean? So I, I'm essentially just being what I've always been my entire life, which is myself. So, I mean, it's a little different for, you know, somebody like me because I don't really like attention. I don't really like being recognized. Right. I don't like kicking it with random yeah. people like that. Like, So it's a little, you know, it took some adjusting at first to get used to just, you know, having to have conversations with random strangers outside once they recognize you or, you know, they, they follow the show and they want to just have a conversation about things that they, paid on the show but it's, it's it's a beautiful thing just knowing that people uh gravitate towards you for being who you are being yourself so you know I'm, i learned right. how to deal with it and you meet a lot of cool people i mean it's a it's a, it's a few weirdos that slip through the cracks here and there but you know that's <laughs> the, that's to be expected man but it's all either way like, it's all love like i appreciate the love i appreciate the support and um yeah i'm just glad that people people just just fuck with me
1: and as they fair to say this um all that all this is not new to you because of the the I want to say the tree that you came with your brother and everything bigs and everything. But
2: you've been around yeah, last You hang with cool. athletes. It's easy for you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, as far as like you know, just it, it, for me, it was always again. I'm 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 used to being in the background. I'm used to being in the cut. I'm not used to being the one that right. people really want to kick it with and have conversations with. Which is you know, it's fine. But um. Yeah, I mean it's not new. You know, I know how to I know how to maneuver. Right. I know how to handle myself, and more importantly, I just I know who I am. You know, I mean, a lot of people, mm. you know, they find themselves in positions where they don't they don't really know who they are because they're 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 playing a role and they've been forced. to, You know, people fall in love with a role that they and a, ca- a character that they created. So now, in the real mm. life, when they're walking around, they don't even know how to handle that because it's like the people don't really know you; they know the character that right. you created. So you know, people don't know how to handle that. and They don't know how to move through life being a character. They're trying to be themselves on a a normal day, and it's like, you know what I mean? People don't know the normal person. They know the character that you created, so... For me, it's the opposite. You know, people people love me because that's who I am on on the show, myself.
1: Let me ask you about the pandemic, Um, Maul. Are you shocked that people are like Atlanta, Houston, and everybody's outside today? You see all these pictures on Instagram, people having barbecues and everything. I don't know about you, Maul, but I wasn't trying to go to no barbecue today, fam, at all.
2: Yeah, I mean... For us, man, you know, being a black man in America, we've been going through pandemic since we was born. Talk about so, it. you know, what I mean, yeah. yeah, like so, you know, for us, it's not a real adjustment. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a homebody anyway. I like being indoors and chilling with my peoples anyway. On on before all of this shit happened, so the only real thing adjustment for me was I can't really get on a flight and travel the way I want to. I can't check in right. hotel somewhere. You know, what I mean, like that's the the impact that I'm feeling. I can't go to restaurants that I like going to. So for me, that's just the the adjustment is, you know, those things. But as far as not being in the crowd, being mixy and being on the scene, like I don't miss that at all because I don't do that anyway.
1: Mm. How many times a year you travel, you think?
2: Uh, Not as much as I want to. I mean, I travel a lot for, uh, you know, work and, you know, we on on the road doing some shows, shit like that. But I don't travel for pleasure. I don't travel for pleasure as much as I want to. And it's funny because at the beginning of this year, that was, that was one of my resolutions was to travel more. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then and then this shit happened, so it's like, you know, you can have a plan, but you know, God God'll laugh at your plans, you know what I'm saying?
1: So am I under the assumption, Maul, that after allegedly when all this is over, that you're gonna be really going outside? Doing what you want
0: to do, oh, go I'm back everywhere. to your resolutions
2: and shit? I'm everywhere. I, I might even, I might even start I might even start going to day parties and brunches and shit, man. Like, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm everywhere after this shit is over, my nigga. Yeah. I am
1: everywhere. Right. First round on me. Yeah. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Let me ask you. How do you feel about all the IG lives going on? Because I, I I respect your hip-hop knowledge. What, how do you feel about I all the it. IG lives that you see? Uh, you hate them all for real?
2: I, ha- only, uh, this is, I hate it for... Again, I love the fact that people are trying to, you know, do something and, you know, and they're trying mm. to, you know, they're having conversation and they, you know, but it's like... It's uh, it's oversaturated, like just like the music industry, it's just oversaturated. So wow. then you get a lot of like bullshit um, content. It's like you know, it be it be it be people on there trying to have conversations, and it's like, fam, it's four people watching this though. Like y'all could have had this conversation <laughs> over the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like I just don't understand. Like you know, like I said, I'm I, I understand it, but I, I it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of fluff. It's a lot of bullshit. So I just can't. I can't get with that, but it's but it is some people that have been able to do some really dope things with it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's it's some people that have been able to, you know, create some dope thing like we got the versus battle out of all of this shit, which has been pretty dope. Um, we got a few conversations on lives with people that you never would have expected to have conversations with each other. So you know, it's 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 cool in that sense, man. But it's just like. Everybody got to understand, like, you know, everything is not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, you, you, that's just that's just before, you know, the pandemic, social media, just everything is not for everybody. Like, everybody can't do the same thing. Like, what you good at and what your stream are is something that I may not be able to do. And it's like, but it's cool because there's room for everybody to do something. But I think when everybody's trying to jump on the IG live and, you know, it's like, fam, if you got five, People in here watching this, shit. I'm <laughs> hang this up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just, you just be honest. Like we ain't gonna waste each other time. Like I'm gonna right. be honest with you, hang this shit up. Text this person, call this person on Facetime or something. Like, you know what I mean? You ain't gotta do that. So that's just my thing. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I understand niggas is in the crib and they trying to, you know, they trying to find right. a way to just entertain themselves and do some different shit. So I get it. I understand. There was something you
1: said interesting on the podcast the other day, though, and I agree with you totally when you said this man, I'm not into this DMX Eminem. I don't know allegedly more if it's going to happen or not, but you're not into it either. I wasn't feeling this when this rumor came about with DMX Eminem. And, and let me ask you a two-part question also. What do you feel about DMX really wanting to Smoke or Hove?
2: Well, as far as the DMX Eminem thing, I just don't... I think it's just... Uh, I think it's two different audiences. It doesn't mesh well, right, Maul? Yeah, I think it's just two different audiences. With the... The, the, the content is different um, You know, they're both legends You know, M is a legend mm-hmm. DMX is a legend uh, So I just don't think that That would be a, a Fair matchup As far as just the music right. and the catalog I think it's just too, too different um, Now as far as X and Ho You know, that goes back to the They, they really jumped, been Battle in and all that shit, season. yeah Yeah, so I can understand that So it, it, it'll it kind of be fun to see Because, you know, it's like you know, we used to battle in pool halls and and spit verses to each other and now, you know, however, 30 years later, it would be dope to kind of, like, get them in the same room and kind of revisit that with actual records and just because, like, again, it's not a battle. This is more so just like a uh, like a, damn, we've accomplished so much. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of history between us. It's a lot of there's a lot of time between us and, you know what I mean? Like we, we know each other for years. So I don't look at it as a battle. Like these niggas is not about to go up there and be disrespectful towards each other. And, you know, <laughs> it's just like, yo, I'm just showing, we just taking people down this, 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 this memory lane. And where it's like, yeah, when you drop that, that same year, I dropped this record and I did that. And then we went on tour and then we did, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's not a battle. Like, and I think that's what people get hung up on, like the battle aspect. But I just yeah. think that, you know, with X and, and and Jay, it's more so like a – it's like a salute to each other on, on stellar careers, and it's just good to see X back in a space where he's, you know, he's receiving love and he's not in the, in the headlines for anything negative and he's healthy and he's taking care of himself. Like, so, you know, we got to give our – we got to give our legends and our icons they flowers, man, yes. what yeah, man. You yes, know what I'm saying? So yes, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of that, you know what I'm saying? So anytime we're yeah. able to put X on a platform and salute him, I'm going to be one of the first niggas there to salute him because, you know, I mean, I'm from New York, and, you know, being from New York, if, you know what I'm saying, you know X is, he holds the New York flag high. And so I just, you know, I got, I got to salute X for that, you know what I'm saying?
1: Do you think Jay would do Do you think Jay would – you would know better than I probably, by far you would. I don't think he would jump into this, though. Is it, is it almost like a cool like, he
2: don't, he, oh, don't do, yeah. he don't do social media. He don't do social media, and I don't – But it's interesting because I think the one person that he might entertain social media for is DMX. Like, just because I know he holds X at a high regard and he has, you know what I'm saying, he has a special love for DMX. But I don't think it'll happen like that on a platform like (laughs) Instagram. Like, I think that'll have to be more so, a you know, like a they might turn that into like a documentary piece on title or something like that. Like, I could see something like Mm. that happening before, you get Jay to sit in front of a phone on Instagram.
1: Hmm. Are you the median or the mediator that's between Joe and Drake, that Drake might – because I feel Drake is going to come on the podcast. I've already said this weeks ago that I feel at some point, Drake is going to come on that podcast. I think you're the reason why. Am I right on that? You're the the fine line between Um, Joe and Drake? uh,
2: They have – they have their they have their relationship, you know. what I mean, they 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 speak amongst themselves, and um, but uh, I mean, he 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 told me, you know, he told me he would he's gonna come on as soon as he wraps up the next album. He's gonna come kick it. <clears> so, you know, I mean, we're, we're, that's that's that still remains to be seen. I think he would though. He, he, he seems to be from what I know of him. You know, what I'm saying he's a he's a he's a guy of his word, and he does fuck with the show like on a real level. Like you know, we've had side conversations mm-hmm. about certain things and shit like that. He let he lets you know he's tapped in and he, he catches everything and he hears everything. So. Come on,
1: come on. Are you shocked that niggas? Let's be real. Niggas can shout out front. They don't watch the podcast. In my opinion, all the niggas are watching the podcast. They might not say it loud or they might try to say it on the low and shit, but they all watch it. If you're into hip-hop and the culture, how could you not watch the podcast? That's my belief. How you feel about you that? You know what's funny? Even though you're I'm inside.
0: Not, I, you know what
2: I mean? i I, um At first, I used to feel like niggas didn't because I just always assumed that, you know, niggas are so busy with doing other shit and, you know, it's it's, it's like it's real time-consuming to sit down and listen to two and a half hours of anything. And um so, you know, at first, it was kind of like, nah, man, niggas ain't niggas. Don't really be watching. But then now <laughs> I think, like, you know, just because when I start bumping into people out in public and they bring up certain things, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, okay, so y'all niggas is y'all listening, y'all watching, y'all tapped in, like, okay, cool, like, so now it's like, you know, I understand that it's different eyes and ears on it, which is a great right. thing, because I think that, um, I think what we try to do is, you know, uh, we're not journalists, we're not, you know, I, it's it's not that, I think the beauty of what we do is, is that we are so unapolog- unapologetically, like, wrong a right. lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Which I think a lot of people are. I think it, I think it's beauty yes. I think there's beauty in being wrong. I think there's some beauty in that, like in having conversations. But whenever we're wrong, I I think the beautiful part is we also backtrack a lot and be like, yo, we was wrong about that, you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't that wasn't right or we'll correct ourselves. But I think the beauty in it is that, you know, we're just having dialogue and conversation and it's like, you know, again, people look at it like hell no, even if we're talking about somebody like, nah, that's not what happened, you know what I'm saying? Like so it's mm-hmm. like even in that, it's cool because then you get, the, you get to talk to the person and they're like, nah, this is what happened with that. And it's like, oh, okay, so that's the story. But it's like, yo, this is what a lot of people thought went down or this is what people thought was the right. case. So it's like, you know, we're creating the space and the floor to have conversations about things that, you know, the culture may be talking about and people that are fans of certain people may think. Like, oh, we thought that the record didn't happen because it is, or they really had a beef, or they really mm. had... And it's like, then the artist reaches out, I'm like, nah, that's not what happened. Like, it really was just timing and scheduling, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. We thought it was a real problem. So I think that's the beautiful thing in what we do. We're not sitting there trying to seem like, yo, this is what it is, and we're absolutely correct, and we're... Nah, it's like, right. listen, we're going to have conversation, whether we're right or wrong, it's going to be different point of view, different perspectives, but it shows that people can still, even from different point of views and different walks of life, we can all get yeah. this together in the same room. You know what I mean?
1: Do you wish more people that does media or, or cover hip-hop or does podcasts, would they correct themselves? Because you emphasize the correcting themselves aspect, and I think you guys do a great job on that also. Do you wish other platforms would correct themselves? Because some niggas would act like they didn't say this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to find they didn't say shit. We heard you, my nigga.
2: Well, you know what it is, man. A lot of it it comes from niggas not just not wanting to remove their ego for a second and i think that's the biggest problem with with, especially with black men like you know even them talking to each other it's like sometimes niggas don't it's like we always gotta it's our ego is in front of us you know what i'm saying and it's like it's beautiful when you can get men in a room and everybody leaves their ego outside of the room like it's amazing what can happen the type of things that can come from that and i think that's what a lot of these people that's in the public eyes you know they don't it's, they have their ego and they're trying to protect their ego at all times. And it's like, that doesn't leave room for, you know, much conversation or much growth or much, yeah. much, uh, you know, you know, it doesn't leave too much room for any, anything positive to come from it. Cause it's like, you already got your ego in play and I can't get around your ego. So it's like, we can't grow from this conversation. You know what I mean? So I think that's the the main thing is that people just got to just remove your ego a little bit. Like it's it's okay. Like anybody yeah. trying to attack you or, you know what I mean? <laughs> anybody trying to like, Come at your characters like just remove your ego and let's have a conversation, and that's and
1: that's all. How much are you getting used to people running up on you in the streets? How are you getting used to that yet?
2: Now I am. I mean, at first, it's like, <laughs> you know, it was kind of weird. Like, you know, being Yo, what's town. up? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, you know, we're not doing that because, you know, I'm on defense already. Because, you know, niggas like to play right. these phone camera games and these world star games. Yes, games. yes, yes. A nigga ain't going to yes, knock yes, me yes. out and put me on world star. That's not going to happen. Right. We're not doing that. Right. So, I'm right. a, you know, I'm, I'm on the defense a lot. But it's like, after a while, I think, you know, people kind of understand, you know, and, and if they follow the show and they follow me, they know that, you could approach me if you approach me the right way. Like, I'm not no, I don't think yeah. I'm anybody, like, you know, famous or anything. I don't walk around with an ego. Like, as long as you approach me with the right energy, even if it's to say, you know, you didn't like something I said, as long as you approach me the right way with it and we have a conversation, I'm I'm all for that. Like, that's all love for me. You know what I'm saying? But you get your few that's just a little too anxious and a little too, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like saying, like, I mean, I'm not with the, don't put your arm around me, trying to take a. Fish. Right, not yeah, that's that. too like, much, like, yo. For real. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just a little hell. too much. Like I don't, I only do that with people that I really know. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm not doing that with just random people on the street. But, like I said, I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the sport, and I just love the fact that people are tapped in and they just uh, they just uh, attach themselves to what we're doing and they and they and they follow it. I'm, I'm just I'm grateful. How
1: many times you got to tell a nigga on the street, more? All right, fam. Um, we we'll be kicking it for like a good fifteen minutes here, b. Um, I got a box Oh yeah,
0: I'm
2: mean, again, Yeah, you do that a lot, and you know, it, it's it's the ones that are just a little too anxious, and it's like you. But again, Word. I know how to. I know how to be like, fam. Listen, man. Like, it's all love. Like, you know what I mean? It's all good, man. We ain't got to sit here and chop it up for ten minutes. Like, I get right. it. you. You watch the show. You love the show. I appreciate that. I love that, man. And, you know, mm-hmm. I let them know. Like, listen, man. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? But like. I, I'm I'm here. I'm in, I'm in this store for a reason. Like you know, what I'm saying I didn't come here to yeah. have a 20 minute conversation about work. <laughs> and that's what I tell people too. At the end of the day, like that is work. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you know what I'm saying. We talking about just leisure shit. Like I don't want to be away from work and still talking about work. I don't think nobody wants to do that. So,
0: yeah.
2: You know what I mean? It's, but but if people understand. Like again, it's all in it's all in the approach and it's all in how you speak to people and, and people understand. They get it and they understand.
1: Or they want to ask you 42,000 Joe Biden questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. That's like, i saying. Like, if pe- if people knew exactly how much we don't speak to each other, like, they would, they would be surprised that we do a <laughs> show together. It's like... But
0: you go on. You guys say that all the time,
2: though. But more, you gotta say that all the so time. I got don't speak during the week. But like, I, think, I, I think people think we would just be joking, though. You know what I'm saying? And it's Less like, bullshit, man, right? three yeah, grown yeah. men. Yeah, it's like we're three grown mm-hmm. men with three 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 different lives. It's like... But I think that's the beauty in this show is that when we come together, we catch up and we're like, yeah, like, you know, the edge is there. It's, the love is still there. It's like, these are my guys. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we don't right. have to be on the phone every fucking day or every hour kicking it. Like, nah, we kick it, you know, when we see each other or if it's something really important that we need to talk about, then obviously we call each other. But, right. yeah, other than that, it's like I don't know what Joe is doing right now at this moment. I ain't spoken <laughs> in two days. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he. I don't know what Rory is doing right now. Like, uh, I try say, not to call those right. guys on on when we don't have to speak. You know what I am saying? It's like right.
0: we hey, don't we be on the road in together. Space.
2: Be, yeah, yeah. You need your right. space. You need your you need your own time to to have your relationship and be with your kids and you know do whatever you want to right. do, man. But you know, I, 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 but I understand it's it's kind of like people you know they they love the show and they think that we just are around each other and talk to each other all the time and it's the complete opposite. I promise you.
1: Mm. How you liking the podcast on the road, though? do you enjoy that or not?
2: That's the one thing that I do love. I love being able to put uh faces to the the listeners and the followers. I love being mm. able to kick it with them whenever we are in in their, in their cities that's the uh to me that's that's priceless man you know you get to get real stories and you know people get to tell you how much you impact their household and their relationship. It's like it's crazy, yeah. man, like you never really think about it. When you sit down, because like I said, we doing it like this is really, we just love doing it. We love sitting down, kicking it with mm-hmm. each other. So to hear that you impact somebody's li- li- daily lives or help their relationship or help open some dialogue and some conversation between couples, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's like, it's amazing. Right. So when you get to get on the road and, and to hear these stories firsthand and look these people in the eyes and you know, people crying to you and the shit. It's like, wait, me? Like, I'm a regular nigga from uptown. Like, I don't know what you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't Dr. Phil, I ain't Oprah. I'm none of that shit. Like, you know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? But it's just that people still, it, it impacts their lives. And, and to me, that's special when you get to... Well, has you has, get that, hit you on has that hit you yet, Molo?
1: One more, has that hit you yet that, that you, imp- you impact people's lives? Has that really hit you um, yet, though?
2: It's... I don't think that will ever hit me because again this is I'm being who I've been my entire my entire life. I think the one mm. the one thing that um I do pay attention to more is that I I am more conscious and careful about what I say and what I put out there because I do understand now how many people are listening and how it can affect somebody's life. So I'm I'm more conscious about what I put out there before I was I was reckless, bro. Like I didn't have a filter. I didn't care who I was offending. I didn't, you know. And it's like now you got to yeah. understand, like you know, the world where we at now is really hypersensitive. So it's like you got to kind of, yeah. you know, it's 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 unfortunate because I I'd rather be raw and unfiltered and say whatever I want without any repercussions. But that's just not how this thing is designed anymore. So I think I'm think I'm more conscious about that, and it's good to be more conscious about what you say and how it may affect people. It's just part of living mm. and existing on on the planet. Like, I can still be me, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. I don't have to be so brash and so, you know, I don't have to put off how other people may receive that as much as I used to. Like, so right. I'm more conscious about things that I say and I, I, I never, you know, even before this show shit, I never did things trying to offend anybody. Like, that's never my stance. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't say things trying to hurt anybody or trying to offend anybody. It's just that sometimes when you say things from an honest perspective, somebody might be offended. You know what I'm saying? And as we know now, in today's world, people are offended by yeah, the slightest of real things now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you got to really be careful now more than ever, but again, it's ways to maneuver around that. It's ways to get around that. And sometimes I just respectfully decline to even speak on things. I'm like, listen, I, right, you know what? I'm not even touching that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna see this one out. On that, I'm gonna see this one out. <laughs> yeah, and I <laughs> and I think even in that people understand like, okay, I know where he was coming from with that. Like I know how he yeah. feel about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, I'm gonna fall back because I know if I start yeah. going in on this, it's gonna lead to something else and I don't wanna offend nobody. So I think even in that, people understand like, okay, they get it. They understand where I'm coming from. So, you know, again, this it, the, the biggest change for me was just trying to filter myself a little bit.
1: Do you do you, does it bother you at all when people feel that because you're on a big platform the only way keeping it real, so to speak, more is by being brash and being aggressive?
2: Nah, I think being real is uh you know, and if people don't like just like people don't have the, the the direct definition of what a snitch is. Like people don't know I totally what, agree what that is. Real is. People don't. Yeah, people I agree with don't, that. So people much. don't know what being real is. Being real is just. You know, it's, it's just your real your real thoughts and your real opinions and your real perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you ain't got to be tough and poke your chest out and cut no niggas and shoot that niggas. That ain't, that ain't, no. We talking about just being honest, being true to yourself, being true to your perspective and, and your reality. You know what I'm saying? That's what being real is, your reality. What's your reality? You know what I'm saying? Because once you give me your reality, then we can have a conversation. I'm like, okay, that's your reality because that's probably what you witnessed or what you've gone through in your life. But on a on a bigger scale, like you know, then we can have a conversation about what the real situation is. And I think that a lot of times people think being real is being disrespectful, and it's like, no. Nah. Or being real is like trying to offend somebody, and it's like, no, just give your your real your reality, give your point of view, give your perspective, and let's have a conversation based on that. That's what being real is.
0: Since
1: you've been on the show, how many without saying names, obviously, how many times have you got a call from somebody or a DM from somebody saying they didn't like X, Y, and Z? Oh man,
2: that's that's all the time, man. <laughs> that's that's all the time, man. It's, you know, but the thing is, you know, it's more so it'd be like you know, people might hit me about things we talk about and say like, yo. You know what I mean? Like, that was kind of wrong. That was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just and a third. And it's like... But people know that it's not coming from a, a you know, again, Malice we're not place. trying to offend nobody. Yeah, we're not, mm-hmm. we not trying to, you know, fuck up no relationships. We ain't trying to offend nobody. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, you could tell me something offended you. And I'll, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I removed my ego. I'm mad enough to be like, yo, I apologize. That's definitely not what we intended to happen. We were just having mm-hmm. a conversation. And, you know, cool, I understand you weren't in a room to give your point of view or your perspective or your side of the story. So I do understand how that may offend you or you may have taken out a certain way. But again, man, as long as as long as long men just remove their egos, I think that's what gets us in so much unnecessary Trouble. shit is that we got so much ego and so much hostility Mom, and pride. You know, I say this all the time,
1: a black, man's phobia? a black man's phobia is his ego. It's crypto.
2: It's, yeah, like, it's, it's, is it it, but it's real. Opinion? It's real, man. It's real, man. I'm telling you I see I've seen, you know, and it's and it's and it's it's crazy because, you know, the guys that you deem to be, you know, yo, bro, you successful and you worth all of these millions of dollars. And why are you so insecure? But those be the most insecure ones though. It's like mm-hmm. nobody can't say wow. anything about and it's like bro, if I was worth hundreds of millions of dollars, I wouldn't give a fuck what anybody said. So Word like Fool. I don't care about that. I know and that's the thing, like, I, you gotta know yourself. When I lay my head down at night and my head hit the pillow, I know who I am. So if people say <clears see throat> whatever they People have said things about me and put things out there about me that I know ain't true. And I don't I don't lose no sleep about it because I know who I am. Right. People around me know who I am. And when you come into contact with me as a stranger, you get my vibe. And you're like, oh, shit, I've had people sit down and have a conversation with me. They're like, damn, I had you totally wrong. I thought you were like an asshole. I thought you would... And I'm like, what? Like, how? Like, like where you Never get that from, like, right? Like you
0: why, why, why yeah, you me like, come like, you
2: like why do you still that asshole? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, and it's but it's crazy because people would take something that you said one time and think that oh he's an asshole or he doesn't like this type of person or he doesn't like that type of person. And it's like, bro, I love everybody. I fuck with everybody. I grew up uh, in a neighborhood where I was surrounded by different cultures and like you know what I'm saying. So right. I'm comfortable anywhere maybe. I go. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm comfortable anywhere I go. So. I'm I love everybody. I fuck with everybody. If you fuck with me, I
1: fuck with you. That is it's that simple. You fuck with me and you respect me, I respect you right. and I fuck with you. Right. You know what's funny more? I remember watching old Joe Biden T V uh highlights, man, and you were on a lot of those drinks that people don't know, man. There was one particular episode yeah. that I love where y'all was going back and forth when you talking about regular dudes trying to call yeah. at chicks compare to rappers. Oh yeah, my nigga, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. you're not a regular dude no more. You know that right, you fall into that category now. Nah, nah, man. Yeah, nah, come
2: I'm on. Holding <laughs> my, nah, I'm holding I'm still holding my regular regular nigga flag high, man. I'm a regular nigga, man. Like I still walk through Harlem. and I still walk through the Bronx, man. Like I'm a hey. I'm a regular nigga, man. Like I just I understand now it's just a little different, you know what I'm saying? But that conversation mm. that we had years ago, I never thought That, that was
0: that.
2: ill. It was yeah, I never thought that first of all I never thought it would turn into that when we were just sitting in the basement kicking it. And I never thought that mm. years later it would still be this relevant. Like people mm. send me that clip all the time and they like fans, yeah, man. how mm-hmm. this
0: was
2: this was almost ten years ago, but it's still like so relevant yeah. today. And I'm like I'm like, Yeah, because that was like, you know, I, I, you had to you you start to see it, you start to feel it, and being out and coming into contact with people, it's like and now more than ever, like we were just talking about we might have to revisit that and and do another one like that because now more than ever, it's like if you were regular, and first yeah. of all, if you don't have an Instagram, it's over for you out here.
0: Your yeah. Instagram is like yeah. your resume
2: now. A chick will ask yep. you Instagram before she asks a you your phone number. like Because That's she wants to see what you're doing. <laughs> no, nah, she, she wants to see what you're you. doing, what you're about, your who you be with. Yeah, who you be with, who you be around. And then and my thing is, I'm like, yo, I can literally create a persona on this Instagram and be living a complete lie, but people will feed into it and eat it up. And it's like, so I don't understand how people put so much stock into it, because I'm like, that's you right. can literally be whoever you want on this shit. Like, mm-hmm. my thing is now, when you see these people in real life, you got to live that. You got to live up to that. You got to show that. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's why I laugh when girls be like, what's your Instagram? I'm like, Why?
0: You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: why do you want my Instagram? Like, for what? Like, oh, nah, because you know I just want. And it's like I know why you want my. You want to see what I be doing, what I'm a... what I'm into, who I be around, what I. And it's like, but are you, I gotta live up to that. If we kick it online and then I meet you, I gotta show you all this shit I'm showing on Instagram. I gotta live up to that persona that I create. And that's the funny shit because wow. I tell people all the time, like, I remember a world without social media. Like, if I saw a cute girl, yeah. with me, I back. had to talk to her right then and there because I don't know when I'm gonna see this girl again. Ma, now, you, forget you, we, my nigga, ma, you forget we used to carry around a pen and
0: paper, my nigga, in our back pocket. Come on, ma, my nigga.
2: That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, people don't know the struggle with that. And that's what I'm saying. You yeah. had to have real conversation. You had to have real. You know, you had to have real personality. You had to have real character, real charisma when you was trying to talk to a girl. Mm-hmm. Because, like I mm-hmm. said, it was like she see me right here, right. I gotta be fresh right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Word. I can't go off for old pictures on Instagram where I got fresh one day. And it's like, no, if I if I ain't fresh right now when I see a cute girl, I'm dead in the water. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Word. I'm dead. I'm Word. outside. I'm not fresh. I ain't got no cut. Like, you know what I'm saying? now, dudes be living off of old, like, they, they old highlights. That's all Instagram is. It's like, it's a highlight. <laughs> tape. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody look good on a highlight tape. Like, show me one nigga that got a highlight tape where they don't look good. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, Back, back. Just real talk. It's like I be watching, I be getting caught up in all the, you know, ballers' life and all this shit on Instagram. These little basketball yeah. Instagram accounts. And I'm like, uh, well, damn, this little nigga's nice. But then when I go back and I go to the game where the little nigga was uh, getting the shit, I'm like, this nigga only had eight points. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it looked good. It looked good if you Thank. showing me all eight points and this nigga was shaking niggas and dunking and all that. But uh, like, he only averaged seven points on the season. So it's like, he ain't really that uh, good. But it, the highlight. Instagram is a highlight tape. It, everybody looks good yeah. on Instagram. It, it's hard if you look bad on Instagram, you just look bad. You know Fact. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what it yeah. is. Because you control that. You control that. You can post your highlights. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why I tell people all the time, man. Like you don't know the struggle of seeing a cute girl, but you just throw on some shit to run to right. the store. And Sheesh. now it's like, damn, I can't holler at shorty like this. And I'm and we talking about before social media. I don't know when I'm gonna see this girl again, or if I'm gonna ever see her again in my life. So it's like. You know, I, actually, I come from that. So it's like my approach my approach is different, man, because like I said, I understand what the reality is and what the what the highlights is. So, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. these cats now they just living in their highlights, man. They're living off of old highlights. Yeah. Man.
1: Do you think women try to judge you off the show?
2: Oh my god, absolutely. I mean the women oh, you that don't go through know hell oh, You
1: probably go through hell, don't you?
2: I, I mean, I've gone through it. I've, I've I came out on the other side of it, but I I go I've gone through it though. But you know, the the dope part is, I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of women in real life, and Word. you know they, they gotcha. know me and they like yo fam like that ain't true. Like I read some shit online, some blog, and they like, and I'm like, well, what you want me to do? Just address some blogs? Like I'm never gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? So right, it's 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 been it's been some things, and you know it's 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 a, it's a false narrative about me that I don't. I'm not I'm anti relationship and I don't you know I'm against and I'm like, no, nah, I never said that. I just don't believe in hopping in and out of relationships. Like I see dudes that be in and out of relationships all year. And I'm like, damn, like how you how you have four girlfriends in a year? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you can't just you just going around cuffing everything and it's like I'm not like that. I don't subscribe to yeah. that. And I think people feel like because I'm not with that that I'm against, like, I love seeing people in relationships. I would love to be in a faithful, committed relationship with a beautiful, smart woman. And, right. like, I would love that. I would love to have a family. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what man don't want that? Like, if I wanted kids, I could have kids, you know what I'm saying? But I want a family, mm-hmm. more importantly. Like, so it's like, right. I'm not out here just trying to jump in and out of the bed with chicks and do a lot. Because, like I said, if I wanted to do that, that's easy. That's not a hard thing to do. Like, you can, right. you can have sex. Like, niggas can have sex. If I wanted Far a day. girlfriend, I could have a girlfriend. But it's all about finding mm-hmm. that person that's right for you. You know what I'm a saying? I think well, that's I'm the here. biggest... Exactly. And I think that's the biggest the biggest misconception about me is that I'm I'm against all of that type of shit. When I'm really not. Like, I'm actually for that. I, I love seeing couples in happy relationships. Like, I think that shit is super ill. But at the same time, so, D- it's like... Thank you. Do you mm-hmm. end up having those
1: conversations a lot with females where you have to feel you got to break that down because they're like, oh, well, you probably don't want a wifey. You don't want to start on no real oh, relationship, and yeah, yeah. you find I have, yourself, yeah, you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, I have that. I have that conversation a lot, and it's you know it's, but again, it's cool because the beautiful part about that is that women come to me with this already this this thing about, oh, he don't he not again he don't he not with the relationship or he don't want a girlfriend or he don't want and it's like once they kick with me and they talk to me they're like oh shit like. Damn, I had you all wrong. And then now that turns mm-hmm. into a whole nother conversation. You know what I'm saying? So that's yes. the, again, I'm all for, like, you can think what you want about me, but it's like, just give me the opportunity to have a conversation with you so that now you can get your yes. facts. Like, I'm not mad about <clears throat> what you think. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, let me, don't, don't think something about me and then not give me the opportunity to tell you what the facts are. That's where I have a problem at. But you can think what you want. <clears throat> think what you want about me. You know what I'm saying? But then when you see me and we kick it, then tell me if you still feel that way.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm. Me and my people's right. We felt like, and, and I, I say this with almost respect to Marissa when she left. So I'm not gonna disrespect no woman. I don't do that. But when she no, got away strange. from the show, yeah, I'm not. I would never insult that. I don't. Do, I don't do insulting female thing, my nigga. I don't do that. But when she went mm-hmm. away from the podcast, mm-hmm. and when you got inserted into the lineup, it felt more magical. If that makes any sense to you? More, it felt like because it feels like you and Joe relationship. And let me ask you a question. Is it easy for you to jump on that podcast because of the relationship you had with Joe prior?
2: Oh, the cameras and all that other shit. Absolutely. absolutely. And I think that was the, uh, I think that's the reason why Joe felt comfortable, uh, you know, calling, like I said, it started off, it started off for me just supposed to be a guest on the show. And, um, Mm. but then the response after that was, was so, was so big. And, you know, then it turned into being a, a permanent fixture. But uh, you know it's chemistry. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know I know Joe in a way that a lot of people don't. I, so I can talk to him right. a certain way, and I can have certain conversations with him, and he know that it's all respect because it's mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was right. there with him, like nigga. I was I've been there with you, nigga. Like we've been in the trenches <laughs> together. So <But laughs> yeah. it's like that that dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Makes for a more that's a big
1: dynamic, It's a big dynamic, yeah, yeah, no, it is. I gotta be it real with is,
2: you, absolutely. It, No, absolutely. It is. I I agree. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, again, I didn't think that it would turn into entertainment or it would turn into something that people have like a permanent fixture in in their homes and, and subscribe to, but I'm grateful for it. But, but absolutely. Like our, our dynamic and our chemistry and our relationship definitely was the reason that he was so comfortable with, 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 with bringing me on and, people, you know, enjoyed the, the, the uh, episode and then they enjoyed the relationship because they could tell, like, oh, this is real. This ain't some industry relationship. Yes. This ain't some yes. fake relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, these niggas really know each other. They really fuck with each other. They've been through some shit with each other. They argue mm-hmm. with each other at time. You know, real yes. shit. Like, you know, it's like
0: organic. Like if
2: you go with your man, it's organic. Shit. You go with your homeboys and it's like, y'all gonna have arguments. Y'all gonna have fights. Y'all gonna have disagreements. But it's always gonna be a certain level of respect no matter what. And I think people get that and they feel that. Like, me and Joe are polar opposites, but I think that's what makes for a great relationship. It's like he has his point of view. I have mine.
0: Right. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like his shit right. is all the way left and my shit is all the way right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like people like that because right. it's kind of like, you yes. know what I'm saying? They're like, well, y'all niggas, how are y'all? Like, cause, you know, people ask me all the time, how are you and Joe friends? Like y'all niggas is complete opposite. And I'm like, well, that's why. How did y'all y- get up? How did y'all meet, though? Can I just ask you? How did y'all
1: meet? I don't know if you guys, did you guys um, ever give
2: us a story how you met? I think we did. I think we did on the show, uh, like, years ago. But um, we met, I, I mean, I used to see Joe around the Def Jam building. I didn't really know him like okay. that then, but I used to see him around the Def Jam building a lot back in the day. And then uh, a, a friend of mine, him and uh, Joe connected on MySpace a few years after that, and then we all started hanging out, playing ball together, you know, doing shit like that, going to the studio. That, that was, like, two thousand and. Six maybe, and then that's when we started like really, really vibing and hanging out with each other, and then me and Joe ended up being like roommates for a while, like living together and shit mm-hmm. like that. So right. that was, you know, that's how it started. It's, you know, it just was something where niggas was hanging out, and it's like, you know, niggas just uh, gravitate towards each other, like y'all fuck with this nigga, and then from that, it went to, yo, we going to this party or we going here, you know, some chicks having a little house party, we going here, come to the hood, we going, you know what I mean? It was just right. like, it just it just started like that, and then it grew into, like, you know, a real a real relationship.
1: Because us watching y'all every week, you could just tell the way how Joe talks to you, that he got mad love for you. Like, I could just tell through watching yeah. your screen that he values your yeah. opinion on a lot of shit, and the love he has for you it's is like very big. Older, and what it's I like, like about the, you,
2: it's like, the, hmm? it's like the little brother, it's like the older brother, little brother, she, even though Joe's only a year older than me, it's like... It's that dynamic where it's like, yeah, what's wrong with you, fam? Like, what you mean? What's, what's wrong with you, nigga? Like, it's like that type of, it's like that yeah. type of relationship where it's like people, are, but people know that that's real because they have those same type of relationships with people too. So they see that mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh yeah, not nah, these. They definitely they fuck with each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said, you could just tell like in the way that we speak to each other. it's, it's like cool. We're not afraid to be real and be honest and be brutally honest with each other. But then at the same time, you know, at the end of the conversation, there's no love lost. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm, right,
1: right. Do you feel that people that start or want to do a podcast they sh- with a partner or partners, that the relationship should be organic and it should be exceeded more than five years? Does that play a big part uh,
2: to you? I would, yeah, I think, I think because I think the main component with anything when you talk about doing something with mm. somebody is chemistry. And I think that chemistry is something that's built over time. And I think that, you know, while it may, it can work if you meet somebody just randomly and for entertainment purposes, it may work, you know what I'm saying? But Mm. it's like that, the chances of that is very slim if there's no real chemistry, if y'all don't really know each other, if y'all don't really have a vibe for each other. Like I said with the IG Live shit, it's like people be jumping on live with people and it's like, it, it's awkward watching it sometimes because it's like y'all don't even know each other. One, y'all don't even really, y'all don't come from the same walks of life. Y'all don't have the same type right. of taste and same type of style, the same type of, you know, point of view on things. So it's like it, it gets a little awkward. But even sometimes, I mean, it being awkward, it can be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, this is all supposed to be entertainment. It's supposed, you know what I'm saying? People are supposed to look at it, laugh. Or some type of emotion, whether it's like, oh, this shit is dumb, or this is hilarious, or whatever. Like, it's entertaining. But I think that if you talk about something that's successful, I think that it is good to have real chemistry and have a real relationship with people that you try to do these, these shows with because it just makes, t- t- for me, from my for my reality, it, it just makes for a better, better show and a better a better listening experience. Right. So people can enjoy it more because it's like, oh, they, they really know each other. Your timing when you say certain shit. You know, when you crack yes, certain jokes, chemistry. like people understand chemistry, there, boy. It is. chemistry is very important. I mean, in everything, sports mm. and, and music, you know, the yeah. the artist and mm-hmm. the producer got to have some chemistry with each other. It's, you know, so chemistry is very, very important. That's an important element with anything in life, honestly, in a relationship with your, with your, with your significant other. They got to have some type of chemistry. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, Fact. so it's the same shit, man. So mm. it, it got to be the same in entertainment as far as I'm concerned.
1: Do you think Joe will ever go back at, at the booth?
2: Absolutely. You you Absolutely.
0: For real bro? You would
2: know better Absolutely. than all of us, but you really think that? Why do you feel that way? Absolutely. one. He rusty 100%. my nigga. Come on. Come on, he kinda rusty I, right now. Let's keep it <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he really rusty because, you know, he, he couple producers and sent this nigga some beat packs and you okay. know, he he, 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 he always okay. quick to he always quick to let me know, you know, his his pen's still <laughs> sharp and all that. I ain't I haven't heard anything. You know, I'm like, yeah, all right, nigga, whatever. But, you know, he always to bring that up in conversation. So it's like, all right, you know, and then it's like, okay, so we're going to have to see one day. But I do think that, you know, and I told him, I was like, bro, now more than ever, I think it's, you know, and I we had this talk on the show. I was like, it's so easy, you know, to put out music now and to and to get, yeah. get popping if you got some talent because mm. there's so many ways for you to control the narrative now. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not like back in the day where when Joe was a rookie, you know, and coming in as an artist. I'm like, oh, yeah. the, the game has changed so much. Like it's only <clears throat> it's only right that you you put out music now. Like or you try to like, you know, get back in and, 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 and get your get your recording legs under you because it's like you can put the shit out and it could take off without no money behind it, without nothing. It's just like the people gonna stream it. They're gonna listen to it. They're gonna and post it. They're gonna more. You know, re,
1: repost. more. Let's keep it real. mm mm-hmm. He has a listen, you guys have a listen in his ears right now. So for Joe to drop music right now, this would be a great timing for him to do it because I feel he's more popular more before what I was rocking with him before A Team and all that. You know what I'm saying? I rocked with Joe since 02, So now I feel like, because now that he has a listen in his ears, that people gravitate more to his music now more than ever. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's why I look at yeah, it Yeah, no, it from I, the outside. I, I,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I totally agree with that. I'm with you on that. And I, and, and, I, and yeah. when I've had that conversation you with know, him. I'm like, bro, you have. More ears now than you have ever had before, yeah. and I, you yeah. know, a lot of and a lot of people don't know you for music at this point. So if you introduce them to what your first love is, and then, you know, they would mm-hmm. be like, oh shit, you was really good at that. Like you, you really rap. It's like why wouldn't you want to do? It? And it's not. And again, I think it's, it's 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 even more for him now because he's not doing it. He wouldn't be creating music from a, a point of trying to make money and pay bills. And I think a lot of artists right, get caught up. Right. Right. Good point.
0: They try to good create point. from
2: a desperate point. Like you can't create from desperation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to create from from love and create from just you know being inspired. You got to create from inspiration, not desperation. And I think for mm-hmm. a long time in Joe's career, he was creating from desperation. You know, like I got to pay bills. I got to make money. I got to. You know what I'm saying? It's like now right. you have money. You know, now your bills are, are, are okay. Like, you know, we, your bill's going to be paid. So now it's all about are you inspired now? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you see the landscape and are you inspired by any artists out there? Do you have that, that bug, that feel? And I think that that's where a lot of the successful artists, that's why a lot of them are, so, are able to last long because they're not creating from desperation. They're successful. Mm-hmm. They have money. Now it's like, okay, right. are we going to be able to remain cool long enough? You know, other things come into play because you could get money and then become corny all of a sudden. It's like oh, this nigga's is a boy. But like if you can if you can manage to like stay that. cool, yeah. But if you can manage to stay cool and 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 mm. inspired, like you know, you, you travel the world and you, you come into walks with different people from different different parts parts of lives and parts of the world, and you can be inspired by different things. It's like okay, cool. Now you can create from that inspiration. But I think again, uh, you know, for Joe now he he has a, a opportunity to create from just pure inspiration. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I think he, I I know, I know, he's <laughs> gonna get back in the booth. He's gonna get back in the book. I'm telling you that right now. He's gonna get back in the book Okay.
1: Do a lot of artists reach out to you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because it'd be a lot of artists that I fuck with that I think have no idea who I am. And then it's like, mm. if I see them or, you know, they'll DM me and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like fam, I didn't know you was. You know, and you're like nah, I fuck with you. I'm like, that's crazy. Right. Like, you know, because again, it's just like these are dudes that I've been listening to for years, or young cats that I like. And when mm. I see them, and they're like nah, I fuck with you, fam. I'm like yeah, nah, I fuck. I'm like wow. Even like certain athletes, like I see them out in the club, mm. and they're like yo, man, I'm watching this shit all the time. we be in the locker room watching your shit. I'm like what?
0: I'm like this is
2: crazy. <laughs> like again, because I'm I'm doing it from such a standpoint of. This is just straight fun for us. Regular having shit. Having a good time. Right. So I'm not, yeah, so I don't really think that people are really in tune and tapped in like that. And, and a lot of times, Joe be having to tell me, like, like, Maul, nah, bro, like, niggas is, niggas is watching. Like, niggas is paying attention. Niggas is, like, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they fucking with you. And I'm like, because I'm such a, bro, I'm such a regular, humble nigga, man, so I can never really, that just always is weird to me when people that, I'm inspired by people that I listen to or I like, like they know who I am. Like I went to yeah, uh, uh, I was at a Nick game like last year, sometime I think two years ago. I was at a Nick game and you know, growing up in New York City, I was a big fan of Rod Strickland. Growing up, I was like, Whoo! you know, to me he's one of the most mm-hmm. underrated ball players ever. Yep. So it was like I yep. seen Rod at the game after the game, and I'm like, damn, I don't want to do the corny like walk up on him and you know, like <laughs> ask for a flick. So it's kind of yeah, like when we ended up standing literally right next to each other. So I was like, "Yo, Rob, up, man, I'm a big fan." And before I could finish saying, he was like, "Yo, Ma, I fuck with you." You, my... I was like, oh, "Wow, shit. Like, Rod Strickland." You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, like, Rod isn't a, like a a super famous ball player. He's not like you know nah, saying but from he's not York, Jordan. Anybody. Yeah, he's from he, New York, though. You know the right. vibes, though. More, he was Jordan, know? right? He was Jordan for, for me, like coming out of New York City. Yeah. He was you know, Mm -hmm. to me, it was like, yo, this dude is, like, super nice, so for him Mm -hmm. to know who I was, and it was like, yo, I grew up being a fan of yours now, and it's like, he telling me he's a fan of mine, it was just like, you know, that was just some some real humbling shit, man, but that's the beauty of this shit, it's like, you just never know who's tapped in, who's, you know, who's supporting you, and who loves what you're doing, so, yeah, man, it's important, like I said, even what you're doing, like, I'm I'm tapped in, you know what I'm saying? Like I find yeah, shit, I've been following Yeah, I'm I in, that, man. Man. I, I, Trust me, man. I see. I I I find the niggas that you know everybody ain't on yet, but I'm like this dude is gonna be dope because I understand your perspective and mentality. Yeah, and we and, and we're Word. speaking from, you know, what I'm saying it's just like you could you could always tell, and I knew you was kind of you was early on the Griselda wave too. Like I knew that. Like I was. I tip yeah. on that. Like, you, you was early on Benny. You know what I'm saying? Word. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in tune, bro. I'm watching what you're doing. I yeah, you me. are in
0: tune. this nigga this nigga bullshit. shit.
2: Like, yeah, let me ask nah,
1: you this more, I'm one more, more question, though. Would you manage artists?
2: Yo, you know what, man? I, <laughs> it's, it, you know what it is, man? For me, I just don't I don't have the patience, man. It's like, like okay. if, you, if I could Got find you. somebody that's like, if I could find somebody that's willing to really listen and learn and grow and, and don't have all this evil, because, you know, niggas be feeling like they made it before they did anything. And it's like, you know, niggas get a little attitude. They start acting like they act more like divas than, you know, the the, the, the female artists. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you're supposed to be this killer, McGilla, gorilla nigga. How you in here talking about you want this, you want this, you want that? It's like, fam, you haven't done nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can't be a know-it-all with no answers, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so a lot of these dudes, they feel like because they hot on their block or they're getting attention from, you know, the cute girls that they lit and they made it. And it's like, fam, they right. ain't done nothing yet. And so, <laughs> you know, you you find these artists that need management and need guidance, but they don't want mm-hmm. it. They don't, they feel like they know it all. And I can't deal with that, like, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm to the point where I've, I've been to punch one of these young dudes in the face, man. I don't want to <laughs> do that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... It's like, you know, I yeah. managing thing because that turns into, it starts to feel like you're babysitting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you pretty much all of Yeah. you pretty much all of right? Babysitting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're babysitting, and I don't want to feel like that with somebody that I don't feel like appreciates it and don't, and, and don't mm. appreciate what I'm trying to do for them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of these young dudes now, they got way too much ego and too much. You know, they just feel like they just somebody that they're not. And I, I try to stay away from them. Although you do find you do meet the few that are hungry and they're humble and they want to learn and they want to work. You find a few but then a lot of times that talent ain't there though. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, uh, you need more years of really pushing yeah. your hand and really honing mm. your skills. And, you know, I don't, I don't really have the patience to sit around and wait for somebody to find themselves an artist. You know what I'm saying? But I'm always mm. willing to you know, even, not even for no charge. I've, I've helped dudes, you know, make some career decisions as far as business. I've helped mm. facilitate some wow. some records, some 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 features, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've done that all for – I don't get nothing from that. It's like, yo, that would be dope. Like, yeah, I know him on a personal level. I'll reach out to him and, and I you know, see if he'll want to do it. Like, I, I I do shit like that. I, people call I'm pretty sure you've like, done a like, lot though, right? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you got a lot oh, yeah. though, right, Mo. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't don't mind doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. It's not all about money for me. Like, I do shit, you know, uh, part of when we play the sleepers, you know, I get a lot of people hit and say, yo, uh, give me a cash app. I'll send you $500 to play this right. And I'm like, bro, I don't accept money from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never accepted a dime from anybody to play anything or do anything or post anything. Like, I've never accepted money from that. Like, if I fuck with it, I'm going to fuck with it. I'm going to support it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... People get caught up in this, you know, i send you money. It's like, nah, fam, because first of all, I don't think this record is dope, number one. Number two, <laughs> I don't know you. You could be, like, real talk, I don't know you. You could be the neighborhood sucker. You could be the neighborhood yeah. snitch. You could be a pedophile. Like, I don't even know who you mm-hmm. are. Like, so I can't host you and put you on my platform just because you sent me some money. Like, nah, fam, like, I don't even know you. I don't know you. You don't have talent. So it's like, what am I... This $500 ain't, what's this, a pair of sneakers? Like, you know what I'm saying? What are we talking about? So, so it's right, like, you right, know, right. I, don't, I don't get into that. And people, you know, they they quick to throw that. Like, yo, I'll send you some money to play this record. I got this artist. And I'm like, bro, just send me the record. If I like it, I'll play it. Like, it ain't about money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never right. about money with me. I can't be, don't get it twisted. We all have a price. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course. But it's like, when it mm-hmm. comes to certain things, I don't, it's not even about the money with that. Like, if I fuck with your record. I'm going to play that shit. Like, I think you're dope. Right. I think that my platform would love to hear from an artist like yourself. And I think that I can help push you onto ears that may not have heard you. And that's, to me, the payment is seeing you get lit, seeing you blow up. Like, to me, that's my payment. Like, yeah. cool. Like, Good this whole nigga's on fire now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about the money. Like, the money will come. Like, we can find a million ways to get it. But it's all about, yo, this is the artist that I'd heard about early. He was dope to me. I'm just happy that the world is receiving him out, and the world thinks he's dope. To me, that's my payment, and knowing that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like that's payment yeah, yeah. enough for me. Like, okay, I was right about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. I mean, that's satisfaction.
1: Wow. Um, surviving off guests, though. Um, you guys do a great job of not depending on guests. Is that was that always the the, the thing with you guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, we 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 found out early that you know. The guest thing, again, is, is kind of what everybody else was doing, right? Like, everybody's sitting yeah. down and interviewing people. Not, and that's another thing. I I hate the interview thing. I'm not interviewing nobody. I like to kick it. I like to have conversations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, I like to ask questions. I like people to ask me questions. I like to have dialogue. I want to know how somebody felt about this and, you know, like, things like that. So, for us, you know, if it makes sense and it's somebody that we absolutely feel like we could pull – a dope conversation from them and show them in a different light we will do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But for the most part, we try to stay away from that because, you know, again, yeah, it starts to feel like a program run, like an artist is in town, he's going to this station, he's going to that station, he's going to this show, he's going to that show. So it's like, at the end of the day, how much can this person really give you when they done did seven other interviews before this?
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm.
2: they're tired because I know what it is to be on a promo run. Like, you don't even feel like talking to nobody after the, the third show. You're like I don't want to talk to anybody. Like you know what I'm saying. So you sitting there, you don't even want to be bothered. You're not. You're not giving us no real conversation. Your your mm. PR person probably already gave us a whole bunch of shit that we can't talk about. Yeah. So it's like what are we yeah. doing? You know what I'm saying. Like what are we doing? Like, if we can't kick it, if we can't kick it and be honest and have a real conversation and have some fun, then mm. it's like nah, let's not do it. So that's the beauty of what we do. Is like you know we not we not guest based. So people are in fact. Tuning in for us, for our perspective, for our opinion. Yeah. you know, they want mm-hmm. to hear us. They don't really like people. People actually hate when we have guests on, which is the craziest shit in the world. I and mean, they're like, yo, nah, <laughs> fuck that. Don't let nobody else come to the crib. I'm like, wait, what? Like, they're like, nah. I'm like, fam, this was like Nicki Minaj, though. Like, this is the biggest right. female rapper in the world. Like, how are y'all not happy with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, but now, granted, for it, more, it was kind of difficult for with more, Nicki for because, go. yeah. No more. I would
1: say this though: the interviews you, you guys do have, Pusha, Chance, Nikki, I love those interviews though, my nigga. I'm in the country of though.
2: Yeah, people people hated the Nikki one because they kind of felt like she was just upset and yelling, and and that, again that yeah, was because of it was you know that was a personal thing for her because her and Joe had their little, you know, they had their little issues with each other. Um, so that that whole energy that day was just different. But even in that, I loved it because it was so typical of what really happens, like, when a woman is pissed off, it's like, yo, fuck y'all. I love y'all, but fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, cool. Sit here. Curse us out. I'm gonna laugh because I'm not taking none of this personal. I still love Nikki. She knows I love her. It's like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm just gonna sit here and laugh. Like, curse me out. Fine. I'm I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you know, I'm just sitting here like, to me, this is even, this, this is real. You know what I'm saying? Because she was coming from a real place with her emotions. You know what I'm saying? She really felt some type of way. She really was upset about some things and which is fine. You know what I'm saying? that That's great. But I, you know, people just was like, Oh, you know, for, for whatever reason, people just love to hate Nikki now. All of a sudden, like
0: it is what it is. <laughs> people are like,
2: Oh, y'all let her control the narrative. All she did was curse yeah. y'all out. All she did was yell the whole time. And in my mind, I'm like, that's what women do when they're upset though. So like, right. what are we supposed to do? Y'all wanted, y'all wanted us to get Nikki up here and expected us to just interview her. Like, she was on Conan or something. Like what the? Like no, let her sit here and curse us <laughs> out. And let her sit here and curse us out, and I'm gonna laugh the entire time. Like, cool. That that's your episode. Like, she came through, kicked through us, and cursed us the fuck out. There you go. You know, well, what I mean? for some but reason she, was, you know, she seemed
1: to gra- gravitate. But for some reason though, she seemed to gravitate to you more than Rory and Joe. In my
2: opinion. I mean, I mean, you know. I, I, I guess the, You show them you know, that love, the though. You show them
0: love, love, man. Though. I mean, <laughs> what, you, what you want me to do, Dre? The lady yeah. love. Me, man. What you want me
2: to do, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. That's just that's just part of the cloth I'm from, man. Like, you know, like, I'm sitting room with the you, ladies, they're going gravitate towards I'm me. They're going be like, oh, you, I like this shit right here. Like, and not even on like a, you know, not not even on like a sexual level, just on some like I fuck with him. Cool you know shit. What I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, cool shit. Like, and that's what I will be telling you right. all the time. Like, a girl sometimes a girl become attracted to you when she wasn't even expecting to to you. are not trying to smash. You.
1: Yeah, you're not trying to Not smash. at
2: all. Like, I'm not, it's the not even that type of energy. She just understand that, mm-hmm. yo, I get it. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I understand where you're coming from. And in that, it turns into like, oh, this nigga is a nigga with some sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes <laughs> a, a woman just want to be able to sit down and talk to a nigga with some sense. And that's what a lot of these dudes understand yeah. because a lot of these dudes now, they really don't even know how to have conversations with women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they get in the room, and it's it. like they on their phone the whole time. Or, you know what I'm saying? They they talking about shit that don't really have no substance. And it's like, she ain't trying to sit here and talk about this dumb shit. Yeah. My nigga, like, you just can't even stimulate her, you know what I'm saying, through a conversation. So it's like, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole mm-hmm. Nikki thing, though, to me, I loved it because I was like, that was real. She was really upset. But even at the end mm-hmm. of it, she said, I love y'all, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's Go like, ahead. Cool. You know what I'm saying? We get that at the end of it. People know that it's not a real issue. It's not a real problem. She kept her word. Mm-hmm. She said she was gonna come do the show. Mm-hmm. She did it. We did hers. And that's all that matters, man. Sometimes you're not gonna get you know, I'm not gonna sit there and grill somebody about, you know, a beef. Like people right. want
0: that. Right. Why
2: I didn't ask her about mm-hmm. this or that. It's like the fam. She spoke about that on twenty other shows already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like what do we mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and ask no, that. that's not, that's not I heard her? the first not be repetitive. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I heard her answer the first time. Maybe y'all didn't hear it, but mm-hmm. I heard it. So it's like <laughs> I'm cool. I don't need to ask her that. You know what I'm saying? But right. the pusha the push of, the pusher episode was, was one that was necessary, I think. Um very necessary. And it was it, again it was a real a real conversation. He he he. Even in that, like he, you know, he had a little smoke for me a little bit, a little energy towards me he did a though. Yeah, he not. You he fuck, with, fuck with Drake. You know, you fuck with Drake. But, yeah. I, but, but I fuck with I, I fuck with Push too. My brother, my brother used to work. My brother used to work with Push. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I fuck with Push. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. even in right. that, even in him feeling some type of way, like ask him. I don't know. Ask, you know, again, a nigga with an ego would be like, yo, but why are you talking to me like that? Or who you talking to? You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah. Fam, I know right. that you don't have an issue with me. I know that you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. you can you can't mm-hmm. have an issue with me, but I understand right. that this topic and this conversation is something that draws a certain emotion out of you. So it's gonna it's right. gonna seem a little hostile and it's gonna seem a little aggressive. But even in that, mm-hmm. you know, we got through that 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 moment in that period and we had a great conversation. You know what I'm saying? He tried to tell me he was born in the Bronx and he grew up in Virginia. I said, Nah, nigga, you from the Bronx? That's it. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, even in that, it was you know, it was hey. a fun conversation. It hey. was like, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was a fun conversation, yeah. man. Right, right. Um, let
1: me ask you a question. Are you familiar with the battle rapper Jerry
2: West? Listen, we're not doing that, Jerry. We're not.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> no, no, no. <more. laughs>
2: listen, 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 listen. Listen, my nigga, we're not going we to sit on the phone and do that. We're not doing that, my nigga. I'm absolutely <laughs> right. familiar with Jerry West. I'm absolutely familiar with, yes. No, me and Jerry West is not yeah. the same person. Shout out to Jerry West. I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? But if you niggas send me one more picture talking about, I didn't know you battle-rapped. I didn't know he, me and Jerry West is not the oh, same person. Know, Shout wait, out to Jerry more, West. I didn't know you
0: was getting that though.
1: You were getting
2: pictures and shit. Niggas actually sending you shit. I didn't man. know that. Man. Real shit, I didn't know that, though. Drake, Drake come that on. Point. We're not doing know. that, my nigga. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all niggas do is send me this nigga picture every time he do a battle and shit. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all think we look alike? Cool, man. But stop sending me right. a picture every time this nigga do a battle. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> but shit, yeah, I'm familiar with him. Um, I'm familiar sure. with Jerry West. I fuck with him, man. I fuck with him. <laughs>
1: What's your take on all the young New York cats, man? Um, that the Pop Smoke. I don't know if you're familiar with Nick Blicky, Other young brother died a couple of days ago. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. K.J. Rest J. Baller. Feast, Blake Blakey, Rest Feast, the pop Smoke, yeah.
1: Yeah, what's your take um, on it? It feels like it's retaliation, more.
2: Yo, you know what it is, Dre, man? I feel like, you know, it's n- now more than ever, I feel like, it's unfortunate because you know these young dudes literally have the world in their palms with these phones and these social media and all these platforms. Like you can literally navigate your brand throughout the world from the palm of your hand. And um, yeah. I think that a lot of these niggas they, they they get caught up in trying to live their their lyrics in real life. Like it's not it's it's, mm. it's amazing that so many so many these young cats get a deal and get in so much trouble after they get their deal. It's That's like crazy. yo, how are y'all niggas getting in this much trouble? And catching murder cases and all this after you got your deal. Mm-hmm. It's because they trying to live their raps in real life. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all trying to live these lyrics for real. Y'all trying to do the shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm real. I live what I I live what I rap about. And it's like, man, that's not how this is supposed to go. You're supposed to, you know, unfortunately, you go through situations before you find your creative niche. And, you know, once you get your deal and all that, you're supposed to paint that picture and paint that story from a creative standpoint, but you ain't supposed to still be out there going hand in hand or busting jokes yeah. and, and, and right. busting and shooting niggas and up. you not suppo- that's not how this is supposed to go. Once you get your deal, your next move is supposed to be like, all right, cool. Now how am I I wanna sustain this. I wanna create more opportunities. I want to create plans mm. for to put other people on. I wanna get my family straight. I wanna get my moms out the hood. I wanna have my brothers and sisters living right. I wanna have my friends with jobs and you know we need to employ each other. Like these mm. niggas is really out here trying to live these these these, these gun crazy, lyrics, man. and it's like it's like, fam, that's not how this is supposed to go. Like you got a record deal now, which means somebody believes in your talent, somebody believes mm. in your your creativity. So now you need to focus on that. But like you know, these young dudes just unfortunate, man, because they really out here trying to live these lyrics, man, and it's like they got it all wrong. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, but you know, they I can't be. Too surprised because it's like who's guiding them? You know what I'm saying? Like who's who's showing them? You know what right. I'm saying? Who's right. who's teaching them? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't be mad when a bunch of dudes is lost if ain't nobody teaching them, ain't nobody showing them, and they got to figure it out on their own. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's unfortunate, man, because I, I really you know the whole pop smoke shit. Uh, I played this shit, record. That shit
1: just hurt man.
2: Yeah, like I, I, I played this record you, on the man. show because I I, I kind of knew I heard. His his voice was so distinct, and and I said, yo, this kid is going to be a star because, you know, he just sounded like something different, and it was like, you know, I could see people gravitating towards him and people liking him, and then, you know, you start to see his energy and and his videos, and it's like, okay, this kid is going, he he got a real opportunity to do something, and I just feel like, you know, unfortunately, that was cut short for whatever reasons. and, you know, it's, again, man, it's, it's starting to become thing where I'm, you know, I'm numb to all of this shit. Like, It's, like, it's almost like we expect it. Like, who's next? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that don't mm-hmm. happen in country music. That don't happen in R&D. That don't happen in, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, in gospel. I mean, like, why does it yeah. have to happen in our culture and in our, and, and in hip-hop? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it Why does it have to be normal for us when it's not normal for any other genre of music or culture for one of their artists to be gunned down in the streets at a young age? Like, that's not a normal thing it's like but for us this is like this is the norm you know what I'm saying and it's again man you know in a deeper conversation man you know black men we we have so much trauma that we're trying to live through and and suppress And you know Mm -hmm. if we we just open the floor make it cool to have those conversations about you know just being traumatized and, and, and living through certain experiences and understanding why we get so emotional when a female turns us down you know what I'm saying? Like, why does that force you to want to become disrespectful all of a sudden or put your hands on a woman because she's not interested in getting her number? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, where is that coming from? Because that, can't, that type of emotion doesn't just come from being rejected by this woman. This, you've been rejected plenty of times in your life, and you've been harboring some feelings, and you've been harboring some emotions from other things and other experiences to where now the next person that turns you down or rejects me is going to be a problem. You know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? Or now when yeah. I see him it's on. It's just like mm. yeah, but where's all this energy coming from? Like and I think that's the biggest it is, thing. We man. gotta start addressing Yeah, we gotta start addressing the trauma that we that we live. Even in you know, when we post videos online and see dudes getting beat up and stabbed and shot and
0: it's yeah, like, bro, that's, that's, that's
2: trauma. Like we that's we don't true. remember those images, yep. like you know, people don't mm. understand when they kept circulating, God bless, you know, when Junior was killed in the Bronx yes. and he was stabbed mm. up. it was like, yo, that's and watching that. You know, watching a, a kid get stabbed and and butchered that's, like
0: that—that's yes, traumatic, bro.
2: Like, that's something yes. that's going to be etched mm-hmm. in our brains forever. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. why do we? You know, and you being from 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 the same place I'm from, it's like and you could yeah, yeah from Brooklyn, place, yeah. You know, we could be walking. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could be walking down the street. If we see a group of black dudes, we already... You know, if we by ourselves walking, we already kind of bracing ourselves a little, some type of a, little defense, defense. Defense. Yeah, a little defense. But why is it like that, though? But, but, but why is it like that? You know what I'm saying? Like why? Yeah. Like why are we programmed yeah. like that? You know what I'm saying? Like why? Yeah. Like, we don't never really talk about that because we about see that. a group of mm-hmm. yeah, we see a group of of Mexicans on the corner or a group of white boys. We not we don't feel no like no danger is gonna come. Like, but if we see a group of dudes, a group of black dudes that look like us, talk like us, dress like us. Standing on the corner yep. and we walking down a block by ourselves, we already, you know, we, we making sure our, our shoes are tied, like you know, cause you just never know. Right. If you got jewelry mm-hmm. on, you like, damn, should I? Is this a situation where I tuck my shit? Or you know, what I'm saying you just don't. It's like why are we like that with each other, and, and you know, people don't want to address right. that and talk about that, but it's a real thing, man. It's it's a real thing, and I think, you know, we make everything else cool. We need to make you know, addressing the trauma that black men have experienced in this country, we need to make that a cool thing, too.
1: Right. Um, the Gilly thing, I wasn't too happy. I don't want to hop on it too much, but I really wasn't too happy the way the brother handled it. He's still a black man at the end of the day.
0: Yeah.
1: I felt that, yeah. though. I thought you guys were giving people game more than trying to ish on people. You kind of wish right. you kind of handled that a little differently. And I'm pretty sure you guys talk behind the scenes without going into our conversation. I don't need to know about that, but. I wish you'd have called you first yeah, was, before he went on there.
2: Yeah, man, I, I think that I think what happened with that was, and even in, in our conversation with me, Gillian Wallow, we know we was on the phone for like an hour after he posted that. And, you know, it, we went through. It was a, it was a, it was a very, uh, it was an emotional conversation. I'll say that it was very emotional. It was, uh, we went through a lot of different phases, but we ended on the same note of. Yo, we support each other. We fuck with each other. We want to see each other win. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and that, and I think that's the healthy thing. But I I think that came from, you know, I think what happened with that is maybe uh, fans of of Gilly and and Willow and Million Dollars Worth of Game. I think what they did was they uh, they probably jumped in his DMs and was saying, you know, yo, they talking shit about y'all. You know, you know how people like to 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 push right. shit sometimes. So I think that once you know they Gilly started to read those things and then he tapped into the conversation and listened. I think he already started listening with the air of trying to receive hateful energy or trying to receive. Like I don't think it's you know to this day I still don't think that in any way you could have listened to that segment and felt like we was trying to demean or or bring y'all down (laughs) or or hate on what y'all was doing. Like. Which is why I didn't understand it, you know, when I got on the phone with him, I you know, the first thing I said, I say, Yo, yo, Gilly, I'm I'm totally confused right now. I don't know like what's going on. Like what, what are you even talking about? Because I literally have no hate or no bad intent in my heart towards him and Wallow. Like me and Wallow speak often. You know, we even text, we get on the phone, we chop it up for hours just about just real regular life shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I really didn't understand where that energy was coming from because I know how much I fuck with them. Like, you know, I, I, I went down to Philly for their first live show, like, me, my homeboy, and his girl. Like, we, I didn't go down there with like 40 niggas trying to mob and trying to make it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, Yo, I'm going down to support mm-hmm. niggas I fuck right. with. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just didn't understand where that energy was coming from and things he was saying. And even in that, like, now we passed that. We can have fun. We can laugh about it. But even in, you know, his post, it's like, you know, he, he was going in on Joe Roy and then he just kind of felt like he had to throw me in there. He was like, yeah, you soft. Right. It was kind of like, nigga, right. what are you talking about? Like, you know, what I'm saying like, Because you know you can't say nothing bad about me because I right. never said nothing you bad go about there with you. It. But, but you mm-hmm. just got to say I'm soft. You got to attack me as, you know, right. as, as, a, as, a, as a man. Like, well, niggas, you soft. And mm-hmm. it's like, Gilly, really cut it out, my nigga. Like, you know I fuck yeah. with you. You know it ain't nothing like that. Mike. You know what I'm saying? But I understood it. It, it was an emotional thing. And, and again, because Gilly has been through some things in his music career in the business, it
0: forces
2: right. him right. to be on defense so much, so that when he hits the his
0: name,
2: right, he feels like you know I got to make sure niggas ain't trying to hate on me or niggas ain't trying to you know because in the music business, he he went through a lot of, of of beefs and you know, so he don't trust niggas and don't think that niggas fuck with him because he's going through a lot of that in the music shit. But I think you know mm-hmm. in our conversation, I just had to reassure him like, bro, I'm not on that. This is something that, you know, we we're we're we're, we're we're building these podcast platforms to a level where it's becoming like a real thing and people are really like making a great living off of it. It's important for us to support each other because now it's no it's no real what's the point of us beefing on a podcast? Like this is a podcast, yeah. bro. This isn't the yeah, for real. This yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. we're not writing gangster lyrics. We're not you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> this is a podcast we're talking about, bro. So right. I was like I don't even understand right. how it, I could even have a podcast beef. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, what? Right. Like, right. What is a podcast? I don't even understand what that is. But this yeah. is what I'm trying to say. So when he came with that energy, it was more so like, you know, I was just shocked. Like, what happened? Because like I said, I really didn't, didn't think that anything we said in our conversation on the show was hateful or, you know, Milicious and, and, and I understood. And talking to him, yeah, it wasn't malicious, It was like, I understood where he was coming from. Like, yo, but mm-hmm. y'all didn't really know. So, I didn't really appreciate it. It's like, yo, cool. I understand that. I respect that. So for that, I apologize. Like, I should have called y'all, mm-hmm. got y'all on the horn, and we could have had a conversation. So cool. As a man, you know, again, no ego. Put my ego to the side. Right. I respect that. I apologize right. for that. And he did the same. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, my bad. Like, you know, we fuck. Because even in the video, when he was going in, he was like, yo, mom, we fuck with you, but fuck you, nigga, you suck. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, wait, yeah. Like, yeah. I just didn't yeah. understand what was happening, man. So, but it was a lot of. It was a lot of emotions and there was a lot of feelings there, and it was and, and rightfully so. Like, you know, and again, I respect Billy for that because you know he was just defending what he loves and what he building and worked right. for. So, but but in the conversation, you know, again, we we we, we was able to, to kick it and move forward and, and and respect each other and have comfortable comfortable conversation. And it's all love, man. I fuck with them, you know, what right. I mean? they fuck with us, and there's no beef at all. It's no issue at all. That was just a, a little hiccup. And we drank right. some water and we got past
1: it. That's all. <laughs> Do you think it's hard for Rory? Because I actually, I, I fuck with Rory, man. Do you think mm-hmm. sometimes he gets to, it's hard for him because of his pigmentation, niggas want to follow him, and he has to walk a fine line, maybe sometimes on eggshells? Because I had a white partner before, and I felt like he felt he had to walk on eggshells to say certain things. You feel that way sometimes? Or?
2: Yeah, I. Yeah, I I I think that's what it is, man. I think sometimes Rory gets the, you know, he gets that part of the 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 platform where it's like people are like, okay, here's a young white boy who's, you know, trying to entrench himself in black culture. So nigga, watch what you say, like what, tread lightly. Like he gets that a lot, like tread lightly because you're really just a visitor culture. Like, but because hip hop is such a welcoming culture, we let you in and we let you get your shit off, but. You know, at times, he does get the unfair end of the stick because it's like, you know, again, it is what it is. He He's an Irish kid from Queens, you know what I'm saying? So right. he's going to get that. But one thing about Rory that I love is that, you know, he, he definitely never intends to, you know, he doesn't go out of his way to try to disrespect nobody. He At uh, all. You know, he fucks with, yeah, like, he's, real, he's a real humble, humble, humble dude. Like, you don't really try to, like, you know, he's not trying to be somebody who's not, you know, he's, he's, I, don't he's he is, all, ball. Ball. I don't get that
1: he's vibe at all, Maul. Maul. I don't get that vibe trying not. to be somebody who's not at all at all.
2: Nah, not at all, man. Not at all. He's you know, again, he just gets that that end of the the, the stick because again, you know how it is, man. He, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. always well, look at it it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you a visitor. You know, he get that he get that that, yeah. that, that, that aura. Like, yo, you a that visitor in our culture. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like okay, that that may well be the case, but you know, from experience, I know a lot of white people that have more knowledge on this culture and more love for this culture than a lot of black dudes. I that. you, so, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. not saying that changes anything, but it's like, right, I definitely don't think that mm-hmm. there's somebody that's in there that don't know what he's talking about and that don't have no love for this shit because he, really mm-hmm. he really loves hip hop shit. Right. He really loves R and shit. He really, he's from <laughs> Queens, but like, he's not. He didn't grow right. up in like the suburbs, like. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like here's a kid who grew up around black people. A cap, people, up, uh, he's a cap up for Christ's sake! A cap up for Christ's yeah. sake! Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got it. Like I get it. I, again, I get it. I get out some people on the outside looking at it. like at the end of the day, he's still a white boy. But it's like, yeah, that won't change and that can't change. But that don't mm-hmm. mean that he's not genuine. You know what I'm saying? That's my Correct. thing. He's genuine. He's genuine. He's a genuine mm-hmm. person. All
1: right. Yeah. Well oh, man. I appreciate you rocking with me, my brother. I really do, man.
2: Yo, Dre, listen, man, anytime, bro, like I said, I fuck with you. I like what you're doing, man. I I support you. Anything you need from me, man, you know, I'm I'm here. All you got to do is reach out, holler at me, keep doing what you're doing. I think your voice is very important. I think that a lot of people will catch on and, and, and really start to fuck with you the way they should. And I just appreciate talking to dudes that are like-minded, man, and dudes that have some sense and, you know remove their ego so anytime anytime you need anything you need man i'm I'm here man all you gotta do is holler
1: my man i appreciate you more for real brother
2: no doubt bro be safe man and definitely like i said hit me whenever i'm here
1: my man that's what it is man psa hip hop man it's your boy three letter man i know the vibes already, man one